Happy Tuesday. Hey, everybody. It's the 14th of May, 2019, which I, I, I guess we're just moving along as fast as we possibly can these days, aren't we? Seems to be. Yeah. It's morning. And <laughs> it's morning. Our brains and our voices are awakening with the dawn. Yeah. We've had our 20 minutes of clearage. Yes, we have. <laughs> And now, well, and you know, the sky has done the same thing because yes. we had a blip thunderstorm. Yeah. That would have been awesome as a part of the podcast. It would have. We would have just sat here and let the thunder speak. And yeah. Because it really was. It was speaking. Loud. It was. Yeah. 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 So we are continuing our podcast exploration and adventure. adventure. It's an adventure. <laughs> so we think we have our official setup now, and it's awesome. We, you know, it was a real journey because it has been a real journey because we haven't been trying to find the absolute best microphones there are, that kind of thing. We've been trying to find the best setup for what our heart is in the podcast and, and the environment he's given us for the podcast, which the we felt invited to do in our room, in our little nook, posted a picture of that recently on Instagram. But um, so we didn't want two microphones and all of that. We just wanted this one that didn't separate us from each other, but allowed for better sound, but we could also travel with it. And so it's, there's been a lot to consider in it. And so we did use a a new microphone, which is no longer the microphone we're using last week and whistle was able to correct things in it. But now we believe we have our official setup and a, a big thank you to Wave for all he did. He helped journey. us improve yeah. our sound waves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. That, I knew I could get that out. It's true. Yeah. It's just glorious to be here and to be having what appears to be Sort of the setup we've been trying to have for, I don't know how many years now. Yeah. Many. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So here we are, and, you know, hopefully you can hear a difference, but I guess it's the main thing is we feel good about it, so here we go. That's right. That's right. We're <laughs> if, here. No one was complaining, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It isn't like people were writing, wow. You could really improve that sound. We just knew after this many years, we could really probably do something to to sharpen, to kind of upgrade our process from the iPhone and this little tiny microphone. <laughs> so, yeah. So now we have something that's much more slick. Yeah, you weren't complaining, so thank you. Yes, people. we really we appreciate that. We really the appreciate it. Yeah. So we're here. Yeah. Jack the dog is here. He is. We we actually did get some communication not to remove Jack, so he stays. So if you hear him, you hear him. He's, He's a very of, deep yeah. breather, is he not? He is. He is. He's, yes, I'm sure part of it's his age, but he now even sleeps in our room. So it would be just like such a, I don't know, betrayal almost to send him out of the room yeah. for this moment. We well, hear him all night. And so... <laughs> Yeah. There's nothing for it There's either because he's not he has moving to stay. anywhere. No. And to actually move him is quite a feat. He he can't hear 
now. He's um, he's hearing. Hard of, he's hard of hearing. He's hard of hearing. That's hearing right. is hard. Yeah. So you can't just say his name and out, oh, you know, like you used to. So it's. Yeah, he stays. That's he, all. He has an excuse to ignore us now. Yes, he has a doctor's note. It. It's like a card that he plays. It's his winning hand. Yeah, yeah. He can't hear anything. Yeah. I mean, he can, but he, he can't. can't. Yeah, it's selective. But. It's very selective, <laughs> like 90%. Yes. Well, it's been an amazing week, and um, Papa is talking about many things. And I think one of those that's so encouraging for us is just how we live for six months and then there's a reunion. And uh, so we get to get these little blips from Papa and we know, okay, that is podcast or blip. Oh no, that's August rush. And uh, so we've had a few of those this week and that's pretty neat. Um, So much of what Papa says is, um, is describing a bigger picture. And so we get to see things through many, uh, many perspectives And, um, so one of those that he's used recently is he got, uh, me a new car. And, uh, so this new car has a covenant name and that's crown, which is sweet because Ma saw me. And, uh, and so, but the car had like, uh, a 30 day, um, you know, you can, sort of bring it in and have it checked for all this stuff. And yeah, cause it's a used, it's yeah, it's a used, it's a car. used new yeah. car. <laughs> and, um, so it, during the 30 day period, um, you know, I think when they offer that, they don't expect that the person that bought the car, um, had the blessing of God teaching to shine the light. And so, and then becoming the light. And so as soon as that car was handed over, everything that needed to be revealed was revealed Mm -hmm. immediately. And uh, so, which was kind of nice because that way we were able to take it in and have it worked on. But um, Papa said to me, even just this morning, he said, you know, right now, my sons and daughters who are royalty, um, they have, they have a crown and that's just a symbol of, of how he sees us, which is sons and daughters of the Royal house of David and priests in the order of Tzedak, sons of Tzedak. Uh, and then of course it's Melchizedek that allows those two to be one. Mm -hmm. But, um, but the Royal side of it is, is many things. One is the authority he's given us. And the other is the not, it's not necessary, but it is um, maybe just part of his heart for the sons and daughters is that they would be seen in that authority. And um, so when your crown is um, in a place where it's being polished let's just say, then um, then there's a, a season where you're not seen as royalty. And um, what I feel like uh, from Papa is that that, that season is, is still here, but it's not here for long. And that that, that means that there's a visibility, but a, 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 um, a God-ordained kingdom visibility of God of what the sons and daughters of God have been called to do. 
and um, and that was a it's a pretty big thing, you know, because I it it it's a beginning in for so many ways because I know Papa is talking about the um, with all the things the threads that we've been on. One of them has been the Shabbat candles of remember and reconcile mm-hmm. and. Well, what are we remembering? Well, one of the things we're remembering is the things what that Papa has said to us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that was from Papa to us, and sometimes that was through another person. And uh, and there is a, you know, some of those, we give grace, you know, well, I misheard, or may- maybe a person misheard. But but many of those were Papa. and um, And I feel like this is one of the, you know, one of the ways that he is expressing to us from heaven in sort of a new wineskin and a new language is teaching us how he speaks to us and how others have spoken to us and um, how choice affects um, how that gets rolled out, how, how it gets understood or how it becomes life. And so it's not just you know, God said it, it will happen, but it's God gave us a picture. And now there's a season where a lot of people walk through choice. And um, so the choice isn't invalidated. Love is uh, maintained. Love is still true. Love is still faithful. But, um, But there is a journey now that we're walking on of seeing when the moments of choice have come together and it's time for what Papa said to be revealed and and that we get to see it through all of the choices of all of the people who influenced it. And uh, so there's a real unveiling coming and I, I feel an expectancy in heaven of the unveiling of all of these things and, and, and all, we'll get to learn so much and so this is a this is the beginning of a journey, and I believe it is the revelation of the sons and daughters of God. Um, creation has seen us, but I don't, you know, because we're all over the world. We're, we are we are people that were called of God that said yes, and there's so many that are saying yes now. There's so many that are going to say yes to to God, and um, so. As that is happening, I feel like that there will be a real recognition from people as to what God is doing. And um, so that's, that is upon us. Mm. That's amazing. As we were, we were actually talking about this in, as we were driving uh, somewhere yesterday and I saw a sign and it was the second time I'd seen the sign. Um, and I think both times we were talking about these things. And so I the sign said King Chronic. That's what I thought it said. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm going to go ahead and say what it said, truly, because so nobody has to write me and say, silly girl, because I had a moment in Oregon last year when we drove by this field and it said Crone. And I just thought, they had misspelled corn. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I mean, wouldn't you fix that? I mean, because it was this giant sign. And then someone got to explain to me that this was like a hemp field. And so... <laughs> a field of hemp. A field of hemp. And so 
obviously this sign was about a shop somewhere that was providing CBD oil or something like that, but but still the word was chronic. So I needed to take it how I saw it the first time. And so as we were talking about the crown and just royalty and um, just who he's calling us to be in this time and the season we're in, I, I the way that I saw it was just there are some chronic things that are affecting his sons and daughters, his kings and queens, his royalty. And so I just kind of held on to that the first time and then... Yesterday, it had um, just a real clarity to it because of some things we walked through between those drive-bys of (laughs) the sign. And uh, so we had this amazing experience on Friday. Um, We aren't always at prayer apps on Friday or Saturday because we, we do a different kind of appointment on Fridays. We set aside some time um, to be able to just have some conversations with people um, who would like to do that. But but sometimes there's a request for us to be specifically doing prayer apps in that in the nature of prayer apps altogether. <laughs> that didn't make any sense, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um so we were we were doing apps and we got to pray for some people and and first of all it was just there was just this weight of too wonderful to carry you know almost because um this person was was really trying to thank us for the fact that we pray for people and I think we'd had a few experiences throughout the week where we were just doing what we do. Like Blue Flame was just doing what we do all the time, but people who aren't normally experiencing it were, and they were, they were quite undone. And I don't know how to say, I guess they were just experiencing something they hadn't before. And so we really had this these moments of recognition and just gratitude for doing what we do. You know, we're always grateful, but there's these moments when it's just like, wow, you just understand the impact in a unique way, you know, that kind of thing. So Friday this was happening, someone was thanking us for having prayer apps and so, um, you know, we're just, we want to receive that, you know, this gratitude because you could tell it was so precious to this person to be able to express it. But he was saying it in a unique way because first he was like thanking us for praying for them. And then he, he was speaking to the fact that we do this all the time, like we've made this available. And so almost like you did this just for us, yet you do this for a lot of just for us's kind of thing. So he made this statement. He he said several times, this blesses my soul. This blesses my soul. And 
then he stopped and there almost a look of, you know, I'll say instead of surprise, awe came over him and he said, this restores my soul. And I, you know, it was just like fireworks going off inside to have it said that way and be looking at him and knowing like that was coming to him in that moment he was experiencing Papa, like he was now really talking to Papa, not us as much, you know, and just watching that interchange occur. And it was just so amazing because of the season that we're in, which we talked a little bit about last week, which was IR. That's the Hebrew month that we are in. And, and one of the aspects of IR is it's an acronym for I am God, your healer. And most certainly throughout generations, IR would have been considered a set apart time for healing. We know, you know, God heals all the time. Um, And so when we get to walk through these seasons, these months and understanding what they mean and all of that, it's, he's reminding us, I am God, your healer all the time, you know, and so this time is set apart for us to remember it so we don't forget. And so there's just a few things that are so significant because when he says that I am God, your healer, he is talking about um, this profound life altering healing, you know. Because it's no trace, no blemish, no mark. This is the healing of our God where there is no residue of what has occurred. No residue, um, just no mark. And so one of the meanings of the word restore is at the wounded spot. And this comes from Isaiah 58.8 in scripture. But so it's it's about healing, health, restoration, um, but one of the meanings is perfected or matured. And so it's this place we get to come to where everything has brought us, that he's done has brought us to this place of maturity, and we no longer have the blemish of the past. He heals at the origin of the wound. So, and, you know, we pray that way. So before this, not don't fix this hurt, but at the point before this wound occurred, he restores to that. He restores to the innocence, the the purity, the hope, you know, all of those things that were there before that wound happened. So he's always going to the gate of us, to our city gate, the gate of our territory, just like Boaz did for Ruth. And recovering everything that was ever intended. Not just, I'm going to make this work better. It's like before this ever happened, everything that was you is restored, which is pretty amazing. And so um, in that word restores, restoring our soul, you know, comes. It's the healing of us, you know, at the wounded spot. It's the restoration of his people, and it's the restoration of the walls. 
So it's, it's everything is encompassed in that. So life, land, property, health, all of these things. Um, and one of the things restores means is to take up something again. So you've been returned to the place that you can carry this again. You can walk in this again. This isn't separate from you anymore. You can now take part in everything I designed you to because I healed you to that point. So I was just then thinking about the King Chronic uh, yesterday and, um, you know, what is what are these chronic things that are messing with his royalty, his people who are not walking around with crowns and scepters and, you know, lording ourselves over everyone, but serving this world that's so in need of seeing who he truly is and how he came. So um, Papa took me to Joel 2.25, which is a common scripture we all probably can quote. It's about restoring the years um, that have been taken. And so something interesting about the name Joel is it comes from two names of God, Jehovah and El. So it's the feminine and masculine form or nature of God. So it's um, when we're reading something in Joel, there's this unique understanding that there's nurturing and correction that we're learning from that we're getting to receive from as we read this. So oftentimes as you read Joel, you'll see this real nurturing aspect of the Lord, but you see also the, the discipline, the correction, the bringing things back. And both of those are huge for restoration, for being restored. It's the nurturing and the correcting. So, um, so there are these four things that, that the Lord is saying that what they've done, what they've, the destruction and the devouring that they have done will be restored. And it's the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm. And so he was just showing me these as the chronic issues of the kingdom. So I was just looking basically at the names of each of these. And I think you've talked about um, these before as well. Um, so the locust, the word is rava, and it means to multiply or bring a multitude. So the locusts are the multitude of difficulties that come and drown out God's voice in our life. So that's one of the chronic issues. And then the canker worm, that Hebrew word is yalak, and it means to lick or to lap. But there's something specific that's being eaten, I guess, or a, a place that things are being drunk from. <laughs> and it's, it means a loss of hope. So um, loss of hope is one of the chronic things, but we know that directly relates to our loss of trust. And because trust releases hope. So then the caterpillar is hazel, which means to devour, and that is fear. So that's one of the chronic issues of the kingdom. And then the palmer worm is gazem, 
and it means to be cut off from joy. So it's sorrow or grief that isn't healed. And I was pretty amazed by that because these are all things we've been talking about pretty regularly. Um, And so understanding that sometimes an army would come to correct, you know, sometimes it was the enemy's army and sometimes it was God's army and God's army would actually come to bring things back to order so the people could be nurtured again, so they would return. And so I just, I think it's so amazing that this would be coming up during this month of IR, where we have a second Passover, and actually don't, I have to, oh, now I hid my phone, so if it buzzed, <laughs> it wouldn't be on the microphone, and I got it. Okay, so that's, today's the ninth of IR, so the 14th of IR is the second Passover, and so we're in this preparation for it, just like we were for um, Passover in Nisan. And so it's it's just all about his heart to give us a place to return and to be restored. And what this means in Joel 2.25, that restoration is means he will change all the enemy has disfigured. And I love that because sometimes isn't it just that the enemy made it look different than we thought? And we can think it's someone else or that God did this to us or that kind of thing. Because the enemy's always trying to get us to accuse God and each other. And so he's going to change all that the enemy disfigured. And that's going to be some decay. That's going to be some of those things. But it's also going to be our perceptions of when we let the enemy make it look differently than it was meant to. And so, you know, um, restore one of its just, if we were going to talk about a foundational meaning, it's shalom. And so that's peace, completeness, healing, restoration, uh, recompense. And so it's just all of those things that have worn us away, worn our our belief away a bit, um, have caused us to need him to do more for us instead of being more with him, you know, and that kind of thing. So in that, I just think we have the invitation. We don't want to be the chronic kings and queens. We want to be the perpetual, the everlasting royalty that that affects the world the way that he does, the way his character does, the very nature of God does, to nurture and to bring to order. You know, it's back to the Hesed love and the fierce love, you know, and so just carrying that on. So um, yesterday we had the joy of of spending the day getting to wait with someone through something so significant for them. And so we got home and it, it was date night and we just, we just felt to come home and just rest and, and pray and that kind of thing. And then and we did feel um, to watch a movie. So I'm not going to tell you the movie because I'm really, I'm not trying to give a movie recommendation. It's older. It's an older movie. Um, but there was this like, it is a very 
just has a beautiful message. So in the movie, the, the main character is there in this house and they're talking to someone and things are not, there's just a lot of decay. There's a lot of restoration that's needed in this house. And so it's in progress, but it's one of those moments where things are being restored and other things are revealing the restoration they need. (laughs) If you ever remodeled, you know, the scenario. And so she says, you know, basically I have these dreams for this house. Um, I want there to be a wedding here. I want there to be a family here. And of course she was talking specifically of her own wedding, her own family. So you get to the end of the movie and kind of a, a someone who has just been such a friend to her throughout the story says, you know, I think your dream came true. And she says, what do you mean? And he said, well, you said you wanted there to be a wedding and there was actually a wedding happening. She was hosting a wedding and had actually fought for this young couple to be able to marry. Um, and so they're in this wedding and then a friend of hers has come and had her child there and is now living with her. And so he said, and you said you wanted to be there, a family here and there's a family And she realized everything had been restored. And she said, everything I asked for has happened. And she was able in that moment to see the beauty. It wasn't, oh, it wasn't my wedding. It wasn't, it was, this is what I asked for, a wedding, a family. And I, you know, and there's even a scene where she realizes, um, because one of the things she said was she wanted to cook for people and she's cooking for like 10 people a day kind of thing. So anyway, um, all that to say she realizes everything has been restored because she went through this season where everything in her heart seemed so separate and all these chronic issues <laughs> were really happening. And she sees this full restoration and then she uh, says this at the end. They say they built the train tracks over the Alps between Vienna and Venice before there was a train that could make the trip. They built it anyway. They knew one day the train would come. Any arbitrary turning along the way, and I would be elsewhere. I would be different. What are the four walls anyway? They are what they contain. A house protects the dreamer, and unthinkably good things can happen even late in the game, and it's such a surprise. And it just took me right back to that moment in that app when the awe came over this precious man, and he's like, "This, my soul is restored, you know, and just this moment of everything I hoped is here. And so I think what I would put out there for us is, Are you building the train tracks? Do you have tracks? Do you have the foundation for his restoration to really come in? Are we building with expectant? Are we trying to build what seems uh, most visible now? Or are we preparing the way for what he wants to bring tangible to us? Do we have 
the belief that the train is coming? Do we have that hope? And that, um, I think in a lot of ways that the train is us, but do we have that foundation for his restoration to come where he can do it exactly as he does it and everything that's disfigured is made to look exactly not as how we think the fixed version should be, but as he intended all along. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) Yay. Well, glorious. thank you for (laughs) being with us once more and always giving us room to have it be an adventure. The, The best part of this podcast is that Jack actually wanted to leave the room. He did. I think it's because he knew Wave was out there because um, Wave came to just make sure we were set up well and Jack really loves him. <laughs> so I think he was like, oh, well, I can sit here and listen to them talk or I can be out there and be petted. So he actually, after all that, left the podcast. He chose the better of two. Yes, he did. Yay. Yay. Well, we love you all so much. Yes. And we will see you soon. Bye.